people are actively looking to work for companies like B Corps. And so if a company can say authentically, we are a B Corp, these are our values, this is what we do in the world, this is how we take care of our people and the planet and our communities, then that company generally will have an advantage over a company that's like, yeah, take your salary and just do your work, right? I'm your host, Anna Malikian, and before we start with today's show, please remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at Mindset.Zone. Today, our special guest is Carolina Miranda. Carolina is the founder and CEO of Cultivating Capital, a certified B Corp since 2012. There, her and her team support companies align their business with their values by implementing best practice for social and environment responsibility. She also serves on the leadership circle for the B Corp Woman CEOs We The Change group. So welcome to the Mindset Zone, Carolina. Thank you for having me here. When I was thinking about what should I do for March, that is when this episode is going to be released, that is the month to create awareness about the B Corps. And I was wanting to do something special in my Mindset Zone podcast. I could not think about a better person to have here to explain us what B Corps are and why they are so important. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you for inviting me here. And I, I really appreciate you choosing to spotlight B Corps for B Corp Month, which is in March, because B Corps are becoming more and more popular, but a lot of people are still just learning about them. And so the more that we can raise awareness about what B Corps are and the good work they're doing in the world, then the more people have an opportunity to join the movement in some way. Yes. Yeah, so let's start with that. What are B Corps? Well, B Corps are companies that choose to meet very high standards of social and environmental responsibility by going through a third party certification process. So there's a nonprofit called B Lab, which actually has put together this framework that looks at how a company impacts all of its stakeholder groups. Now, usually we think about a company's shareholders, right? Who owns shares in the company? And that's really what drives our economic system. That's what drives Wall yes. Street. It is, unfortunately, also something that drives a lot of social and environmental problems because, because companies are so focused on earning returns for shareholders, it means that they can overlook treatment of workers or what they're doing in the local community. And so what B Corps do is they say, let's take a different approach. Instead of looking at who owns shares in a company, let's look at who has a stake in how that company operates. And so B Corps actually center stakeholders. 
And once a company does that, then they're really taking a much broader view of everything that the company does. And so the B Impact Assessment, which is the online tool that B Corps need to complete, it helps to evaluate a company's impacts on all stakeholder groups. So there's a section on governance, workers, community, environment, and customers. And by doing that, companies actually get to see areas where they're doing really well. They get to see areas that they can improve upon. They get exposed to different ideas about practices that they can bring to their organization. And then on the basis of that, they can submit their assessment, undergo a review process with B-Lab. And then um, if they successfully complete that review process, then they're considered a certified B Corp. And I'll just mention quickly, that's different from benefit corporations, which are companies that actually are set up as a legal entity to consider all stakeholder groups, but they might not have gone through that third party verification that certified B Corps have gone through. Love it. And it's really important to underline that this movement of B Corps is a for-profit. These are for-profit companies that really want to be a force for good. They are, how do you say, I remember the first time that I was introduced to this concept was through the three Ps, profit, people, and planet. And I say, of course, this makes lots of sense. Yes, we want to have profit. If we have a, a for-profit company, that is the health of the company in our in the way that the economy is set up is through the cash flow to how the money happens in the company. But we don't need to stop there. We can make sure that it's also possible, it's possible to have profits and be creating a positive impact out there. Yeah, exactly. So we're not overlooking profit because a company has to be profitable to remain in business. And, you know, there's a saying, no margin, no mission. If you don't have <laughs> profitable margins, you can't live out your mission and do the good things that you want to do in the world. So it is important to recognize that B Corps are for-profit companies, as you mentioned. What makes B Corps different from just any other company out there is they're thinking about how they generate that profit. And they're trying to do it in a way that is having a positive impact in the world. So there's a lot of things that go into that. A full disclosure here, in the moment, one of my goals to try to see if I can qualify or get the certification as a B Corp. And it's a really quite uh, detailed process. And I'm very happy to have engaged here, Carolina, our company to help me on that. And uh, it's really being very educational because like you are referring, you know, is the workers, is the community, is the environment, is the customers, is a very holistic view of how we are impacting, like you were saying, all the stakeholders involved. And I think in many ways, B Corps are putting things out there that are ahead of the game in the sense that everybody in the corporation world is speaking about how difficult it is to keep their top talent. Maybe if they consider their workers more of a priority, theoretically and in practice, maybe they will be easier for them to retain and attract the talent. And the same, the importance of taking care of the customers, of course, that is important for, but sometimes even the things that companies 
say that are important are not always walking their talk. And this process that the Belove has really creates like awareness about what is happening in our organization. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're absolutely right. And and a couple of the examples that you just gave are are really good ones, particularly around workers, because one of the things that uh, we've been seeing in recent years is that people do want to work for a company that they can feel good about. And we're seeing that particularly with younger generations. There's a lot of um, data out there that's showing that, you know, yes, people want to be compensated fairly, but they really want to be able to work at an organization that aligns with their values. And B Corps generally do that. So when I talk to B Corps, and this has also been my experience as well, it doesn't matter if it's a small company or, or a big company, they find that people seek them out. And so you're already getting an advantage there as far as recruiting good people because people are actively looking to work for companies like B Corps. And so if a company can say authentically, we are a B Corp, these are our values, this is what we do in the world, this is how we take care of our people and the planet and our communities, then that company generally will have an advantage over a company that's like, yeah, take your salary and just do your work, right? And so that is really something that we're we're seeing with B Corps right now is there's really a, a recruitment advantage. And then of course, not just recruitment, but really throughout the entire relationship with the with the worker, right? Because then there's higher retention, there's higher productivity couple of things go into that. One is definitely just the purpose and the values alignment, but B Corps also tend to think about how can they take care of their workers. So a lot of them are paying living wages, for example. You know, they're offering benefits. They are offering professional development opportunities. They are offering mental wellness days or, you know, extensive time off. Understanding that people need to have a balance in terms of the work that they do. So there's a number of ways that companies can get ideas from the impact assessment and from the rest of the B Corp community. And then they start to bring those things into their organization. And then that's when you start to see see company transformation occur. Absolutely. And for how long is this movement going on? Well, it's been 15 years now. So the founding B Corps were certified in 2007. And, you know, for a few years, not that many people knew about B Corps. Now it's it's been 15 years and there's just over 6,000 B Corps around the world, uh, over 2,000 of those in the U.S. and Canada. And so there's actually more B Corps outside of the U.S. and Canada than there are uh, within those two countries, which is interesting because the B Corp movement did get started here in the U.S. So it's been 15 years, 6,000 companies. We still have a long ways to go. Absolutely. And as a consumer, I'm much more aware of the symbol, the B with certified in the top. Even in the other day, I was looking to a Portuguese company and they have the B and I say, whoa, so the influence in Europe. And when I'm doing a buying decision, if I have two options between a B Corp and a not B Corp, I will choose B Corp because of that. 
because I know that they went through, it's not a rubber stamp in any way, shape or form, is really a very detailed kind of a process that they have to, every three years, they have to recertify. So they have to keep walking their talk. So is very interesting. So give us an example, because I know that there are some big names out there that maybe people are aware of the brand, but maybe they are not aware that they are B Corps. I, top of my mind will be Pentagonia, correct? That is one of the, the more well-known B Corps out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Patagonia has been a certified B Corp for several years. It's also a benefit corporation in the state of California. And it's really just a great model, obviously, of how a company can really integrate its practices. Some other B Corps are Ben and Jerry's. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a really big one. There's a lot of tea companies, for example, like, you know, Bigelow Tea, for example. There are breweries that are B Corps. So like North Coast Brewery, for example, there's quite a few of them. North Coast Brewery is one in California. There are coffee companies, Thanksgiving Coffee Company, uh, Equator. Some of these might not be household names as much. Sorry, I started to kind of go down the list and realize that some of them might not be household names. But it really speaks to how the movement is just growing and you know out of those 6000 companies you know there are some that people know but there's also a lot that people don't know and what's really great is for people to do what you're doing which is think about how you can support b corps because not every company for whatever reason is going to become a b corp and sometimes you know maybe there's listeners who work at a nonprofit and their nonprofit obviously can't become a b corp but each and every one of us can use our purchasing power in order to purchase from B Corps. And if anybody's interested in doing that, they can actually go to the B Corp website. It's bcorporation.net. And there's a directory on there. And you can actually search by keyword for coffee or tea or whatever it is that you're looking for, clothing, you know, shirts, jeans, and you can find B Corps that are providing that. There's a lot more options now than there were a few years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Even in clothing, there's some of friends that I adore are B Corps. And I was so happy when I saw, oh, they are B Corps. I like that. So Ellen Fisher becomes to an example, how they yeah. say, as a great uh, example. that uh, I already love the company. And then I even fall in love more to it because of the B Corp stamp there. And thanks to you and uh, increasing awareness about these things in terms of bookstores, there are B Corps companies out there that work really well also that we can order online. The books arrive in the main like uh, they do by Amazon. And we know that they are feeding the stakeholders in a different way. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. You know, a few years ago, people felt that they didn't necessarily have options other than Amazon for certain things, right? If you wanted to just order a book, it was the easiest way to do it. But now, you know, there are a number of B Corps that will do the exact same thing. You know, you can search online, you can pick out your book, you can have it shipped to you. And that's really a great example of a very easy thing to switch, you know, in terms of your purchasing. I'd say coffee and tea are like two of the others that are just very easy 
most people drink either one or the other <laughs> as their morning beverage. And so, you know, why not buy it from a B Corp that is doing something different? Uh, I actually just ordered some tea from a B Corp called Green Peppa Farms. It is a Black woman-owned tea company. The farm is based on the East Coast, and it's great. You know, the tea is great, and I know that my dollars are going to support an entrepreneur that is aligned with my values. So that's uh, that's another one that I'll just give a little shout out to. And I love that. And I will make sure that I will have the web links in all the show notes here, but it's the bcorporation.net where people can find uh, all information about B Corps, including the directory that there is on the tab, find the B Corp, where they can find it uh, by many different ways, the location and other ways of finding the, the B Corps there. So I love this. And that, that was the other thing that I'm so happy that I discovered that you don't need to be a big company. It can be a small, even in my case, a micro company and still become a B Corp. Exactly, exactly. So one of the misconceptions out there is that you have to be a big company in order to be a B Corp, perhaps because Patagonia and Ben and Jerry's are two of the most well-known B Corps. People think that they have to be a big company like that. But the truth is the impact assessment is very robust and the movement really is open to anyone that wants to make the commitment. And so what that means is it doesn't matter how small you are. You could be a sole proprietor. I was certified as a sole proprietor for several years. I'm not a sole proprietor anymore, but I was for, for many years. And there's a lot of sole proprietors within the movement. And you know we're small but mighty. Yes, and I love that. And another mighty group within this universe is the We The Change group, that you belong to the leadership circle. I think you are, other people are going to take the leadership roles, more leadership roles there, but you were there for a long time. So can you speak us a little bit about the We The Change group? Yes, that is a group that is very near and dear to my heart. So it is the community of B Corp women CEOs, although it is very open and inclusive. So we welcome women who are not yet certified B Corps, and we also welcome allies. And so if there are some individuals who don't identify as a woman, you know, they are welcome to participate too. But we do find that the core of the group are women who are CEOs of B Corps. And it's really something where we came together a few years ago with this idea of how can we do more together than we can do alone. And it's very timely that you mentioned Eileen Fisher because Eileen Fisher, both the CEO and her company <laughs> were really <laughs> instrumental in helping to bring us together. In fact, the first two times that we gathered in person, it was at Eileen Fisher's headquarters in New York. And we put together a manifesto, which you can view on our website. It's at wethechange.net. And basically, you know, we have clarified what we want to do, which is really to be radically inclusive and richly regenerative. And then we have identified how we want to go about doing this. So specifically, we connect 
women in our community so that none of us is out there alone. We have a lot of connection and support, and we have a lot of opportunities to get to know each other and to have peers that we can turn to, you know, to discuss business challenges and to get, you know, support in our businesses. We are also starting to build out more how we can lead the business community. So we all do that by virtue of being B Corps, but we have opportunities to do even more. And that's an area that we're exploring right now. And then we also advocate because ultimately to see the kind of changes that we that we want to see, we need to affect systemic change. And that's not going to come individually from our own businesses, but it's going to come from working together collectively. Now I'm part of the way the change and was really being a force uh, and the community that is inspiring me to go in this journey to become a B Corp. And I still remember that I was lucky enough that Jennifer Norman, when she was organizing the spring retreat one year ago, she contacted me via LinkedIn about being a speaker at the event. And then we spoke a couple of times and we make it happen. And I went to keynote the event and was what an amazing group of women. What an inspiration. It was really a transformational experience for me as a also. And I was, I remember at the time, oh, but I'm not a B Corp. I, maybe I want to be one day, but I'm not a B Corp. I say, no, you are welcome. It's that inclusivity. We are here to help each other, to inspire and to support. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm really glad you shared that because you've experienced that personally, right? How the B Corp community, it's, it's very unique. I, I can tell you, I've been a part of other communities that are aligned in terms of social and environmental values, but there's something different that I find within the B Corp community. And I think that it's really due to the commitment of seeking the certification, even though it is rigorous. And like you said, it's not a rubber stamp process by any means. And so once you have gone through that, you actually have an immediate connection with other certified B Corps and you also understand how important the work that we're doing is. And of course, you want to welcome others into it. And so I think that We the Change uh, reflects that. And also the broader B Corp community, like if you go to a champion's retreat, which is like the usually annual gathering of B Corps, we just had it last December. And I talked to somebody who is not certified yet, and he was blown away. He's like, if this is a community... Yes, I absolutely want to be a part of it. <laughs> I love it. And I have the privilege here in the Mindset Zone podcast already. I've interviewed some people that are B Corps and others that had influenced B Corps one way or the other. I, a recent guest was Anne-Claire Bruton. She has all the working cultures in organizations. I also interviewed Flip Brown. That was the person that really opened my eyes that as a micro business, we call become a big corp. So it's really an amazing group of people. I also interview Shanor Koha. She worked in an organization in Afghanistan many years ago. That was the first and only big corp in Afghanistan. Oh, wow. That was impressive with all the challenge that they had to overcome. But being a B Corp was important to get that 
the recognition that they were working with all the stakeholders and doing the best there. I will make sure that in the show notes, I will put some of the links to some of these other episodes, because I think that reflects the community, the value of this community, people that are currently a big corp and other people that are in the periphery, but also extremely important. Another person that comes to my mind is Liba Pincho, privilege of knowing her and I consider a mentor. She also helped me to see the value of all these movements. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you've had some really good guests on your podcast and uh, I've got big, big shoes to fill here. But thank I you again know. For, for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, no. And what I admire about your work and you've been involved in this for also for many years, you are helping others to make this because this for many people like my company could be a great idea that will never came to fruition because other priorities will take. Because let's face it, it's a very demanding process. It's educational, we learn, we grow with it, all those good stuff, but it's an easy thing. We are already so busy with mainly a micro business with all the other things that we have to take care of that is easy to keep postponing. And that is why I decide to start work with your company because you have a process that you can track us to and help us improve in order to meet the requirements. And that makes a huge difference. So thank you. Oh, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. But I, I would say the other thing that really makes a huge difference is the decision that you made to actually make this a priority because as a micro business, and even when you're talking about bigger businesses, every business has competing priorities. And it's very easy to say, well, I've got to work on my marketing or I've got to, you know, hire more people. I've got to do everything that we all need to do every day to run our businesses. And yet what makes B Corps, one of the things I find that really kind of makes them different from other companies is that somebody at one of the highest levels, usually the CEO or the founder says, you know what, this is important for my company and I'm going to do it. And so I often get asked, when is a good time for us to become a B Corp? How do I know if we're ready to become a B Corp? And what I usually tell people is when you decide that you're ready to do it, that's when you can do it. And so I think to borrow from the name of your podcast, I would say it's absolutely about mindset. Yes. Yeah, and business can be this force for good. We really can make a positive impact out there. I'm all about unlocking the human potential in ourselves as individuals, in ourselves as groups. We are connecting beings and consider the systems, the ecosystems that we live within and all of these dimensions. If we take them into consideration, we really can unlock the human potential to the end degree. And the the B Corp, I think, is a great way of doing all those things. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think that it helps not just in terms of the business. Certainly, you're going to see business change, but it really does affect and lead to personal change as well, right? Because people need to be able to think more broadly beyond what they have conceived business to be. 
sometimes they need to think more broadly about what they conceive their role to be. And a lot of it is very much based off of who are we called to be at this time with these issues that we're facing in our society and how how do we step up? And I think that that's really one of the reasons why we're seeing the B Corp movement growing now, despite everything around us, despite pandemic and polarization and all of these other things, you're seeing everyday people just kind of stepping up and saying, you know what, I want to know that the work that I do through my company, whether I'm the CEO or whether I am an employee in the company, I want to know that it's doing something good in the world. Yes, or a consumer, where we put our consumer consumer dollars (laughs) also counts, and we will make a systemic change. So with that, where can people learn more about your work at Cultivating Capital? Well, the best place is to go to our website, which is cultivatingcapital.com. We have a lot of information on there, a lot of articles on the blog that will tell people more about what B Corps are, what the requirements are to get certified, and so on. We do also have a free community, the B Impact Collective, and I'd like to invite all of your listeners who might be curious about B Corps to join. There's no cost. It's absolutely free, but it's it's really just a global online community of B Corp enthusiasts. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for your time. And let's keep making this movement grow. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.com. Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you for the world.